0: In today's episode, we'll be celebrating Mario Day by discussing our experiences with the Mario series. Welcome to the Switch Clicks Podcast, episode 126, recorded on March 7th, 2023. My name is Dakota, and today I'm joined by Nathan.
1: Mario Day. Yay.
0: Right now, not too much going on in the Nintendo space, or like video games in general, Um, but the annual nintendo holiday you could say is coming um which is mario day and the only reason why it's called mario day is because march 10th when shortened looks like (laughs) mario
1: yeah mario day woo! something that nintendo really loves and hates at the same time
0: now, it, it's like a decent marketing, because I think yeah. uh, recently most Mario games on the Switch go on for like 33% off, which those games barely go on that sale during the holidays, so...
1: Occasionally you get the, um, the spinoffs like Ubisoft hopping on the bandwagon there, and also discounting. Probably <laughs> bigger than most Ubisoft discounts, I'd say.
0: So because there's not much to talk about... In the Mario Day news, because they never show anything on Mario Day, we'll be going through kind of just three categories of Mario. We'll be discussing our first ever Mario game, our favorite Super Mario game, and our favorite Mario spinoffs. And also, what's next for the Mario series. I'll go first with my first ever Mario game. It's a little bit hard for me to pinpoint which one was my first ever. I kind, I, I, my first home console was a Wii and I know that my dad put the original Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers on like, think it may have been homebrew or at least like the Nintendo Wii shop version Oh, yes, could have been the virtual yeah. console. I'm honestly not sure. That's not the one that I have the most memories playing. The one that I do have the most memories playing is Yoshi's Island for the Game Boy. Which is that technically is... a sequel to Super Mario World.
1: That is, a very, that is, that is an interesting one. Um, you're talking about like the Yoshi's Island game on like Game Boy or Game Boy? Is there one for Game Boy or is it just Game Boy Advance that had it?
0: I believe it's Game Boy Advance.
1: Game Boy Advance, okay. Yeah, that's the one.
0: Yeah, because I remember I owned a blue clamshell Game Boy Advance. Um, I had that one too! And that was the game that I played a lot of, and I have a lot of good memories from it. Um, And I believe it may have been, like, the first game I ever beat as a kid.
1: Oh, really? Uh,
0: Yeah, next to uh, Portal 2. That was, like, the second game I ever beat.
1: I mean, as a a kid, for me, that was, uh... Yoshi's Island was not, you know, the easiest game ever. Like, I still struggled (laughs) with it, so... That's honestly a bit of an accomplishment, looking at how you yeah, <laughs> looking at that point. Um, you know, being the very first Mario or Mario related game. Congratulations! You did a good job.
0: Yeah, and unfortunately, you haven't like looked into any of the remakes or whatnot because I think they had a three DS remake of the game. I never uh, played that one either.
1: I honestly couldn't tell you either. It's just um, there's a lot of I think the Yoshi series has turned into a bit of a wacky, gimmicky thing now.
0: It's a just another Kirby. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's just another Kirby at this point. No offense to my Yoshi fans, but you
0: know, yeah, it's unfortunate.
1: Now you did mention that there could have been other Mario games that would have been your firsts, or it might have been your first.
0: Yeah, like like I said, the Wii was my first home console. Um and at the same time I believe I got a, a DS Lite at this no.
1: You don't have to may have, have a been a DS. DSI. Oh a DSI.
0: No, I owned a DS Lite. I got a oh, DS Lite DSi- and then a DS Lite, a DSI XL. I had those two. Um okay. so out of the bunch to get to my point, out of the bunch, my first Mario game is one of these like four or five. It's either <laughs> Yoshi's Island for the Game Boy Advanced. Uh, it's New Super Mario Brothers on the DS uh, New Super Mario Brothers Wii, on the Wii what was it? Super Mario Galaxy 2 skipped one yeah, I bought, I actually owned two before one, which was weird oh my weird. gosh
1: <laughs> um,
0: I think I may have mentioned this on the podcast beforehand with Tyler, but I bought yeah. Super Mario Galaxy 2 uh at, uh, at the Rogers video, when those used oh to exist
1: oh. <laughs> Yeah, the video stores back when they actually sold and rented out games.
0: Yeah, it's any of those, but I think I have kind of the most core memory of Yoshi's Island.
1: Yeah, I figured it'd be like that because it is it is, you know, one of the only two handheld ones that you've played. And I think Yoshi I think Yoshi's Island is just a lot more interesting than the original New Super Mario Bros., because you could just blast through that other game and not really remember anything.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Like I only remember the first, the first few levels of that game, and then kind of just the rest of the game. Just it played, it just glossed, it just got glossed over by how easy it was. So, what was
0: um, your first?
1: Okay, so it's either one of two options because, well, I'd say one or two. It could also be three. Um, I owned a GameCube as well as a Game Boy Advance back in the day. I'm not sure if I had my N64 set up that day, too. Um, So, it's either going to be Super Mario Sunshine, Luigi's Mansion, Super Mario World, well, the Game Boy Advance version of it, or Super Mario 64. And I'm, I'm, I think I'm I'm inclined to believe it might be Super Mario Sunshine because I've, I've <laughs> had I've had the biggest connection to that game, even though I haven't played it as much, nearly as much as something like Luigi's Mansion. Uh, you do not want to look at my save file in that game.
0: <laughs> at least you kind of started from the bottom <laughs> in sure, terms of quality.
1: I mean, yeah, start from the bottom in terms of modern Mario games. I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> um I I wasn't really good. I never really beat the game either. I it's either I kept restarting the game or I just got to a certain point and then just never touched it again. Um I did mention in like earlier podcast episodes that I was more into Sonic back then. Um so Sunshine was kind of like a game I'd occasionally play. Um and then I'd I'd start knowing I'd start understanding Mario through, you know, Smash Melee and Mario Party, the Mario Party games there. Um, but as far as I can remember, it's it's one of those two GameCube games.
0: The only thing I remember from uh, Sunshine, because I never actually owned a Sunshine or the console to play it, um, is at the McDonald's Play Place. Some of them oh had
1: gosh. The,
0: the, game, uh, well, <laughs> the GameCube set up. And you know, yeah. in the time that you're at a McDonald's, you can only really do so much you're only there for like maybe half an hour tops exactly. so i would only ever get through to delfino plaza through what the five or ten minutes of cutscenes before that yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh i was never I, I just screwed around i was never good enough to get even farther than that
1: <laughs> yeah, that was not a good game to play at mcdonald's for sure
0: <laughs> yeah it was the only one i recognized they probably just had some other racing games if i had to guess
1: well in my experience um to the, the only game that actually I've ever actually saw at McDonald's was um, the original Pikmin. Wow. Yeah. Like, that is
0: <laughs> that is unplayable to that demographic very McDonald's children.
1: I got stuck there, and I didn't know what to do. But I digress. I only knew Pikmin because of Luigi's Mansion.
0: So the second kind of category today's discussion is which of the super mario games is our favorite um these would be categorized as the mainline games so it'd be pretty much any of the 2d games or the 3d games anything with platforming (laughs) Mm -hmm. um it's honestly kind of a hard thing to choose for me Mm -hmm. um all of it is based (laughs) on nostalgia Um, many would think that uh, the Super Mario Odyssey would be on in a content. Many would think that Super Mario Odyssey would be a contender for me. It is not. It's probably in my top five, but out of the two that are my favorite, which would be Super Mario Galaxy or the very nostalgic New Super Mario Brothers on DS.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: It's hard to choose between (laughs) the two. Hmm. I think I have a better connection to Super Mario Bros. Sorry, New Super Mario Bros. DS. Only because (laughs) I I didn't play Super Mario Galaxy before I played Super Mario Galaxy 2. Which is very weird, but it's the
1: truth. Oh, yeah. Because you you couldn't understand certain parts of the story then, right?
0: I mean, how much of a story do you really need to understand? But.
1: Rosalie. No, I'm kidding.
0: Yeah, I skipped That's all like that when nothing. I was a kid. I still don't understand that stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But I think um I I played through New Super Mario Brothers on the 3DS more times. And it it's just such I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's just really good.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, like to be fair, it basically had everything that you'd wanted from a Mario game like it had um you know it had the mini games there that was part of what made it memorable um even though i guess the credit t- technically goes to Super Mario 64 DS because that's you know that that's where it was introduced um but i think uh i think just like having a plethora of options t- to play with and just an overall easy to pick up and learn Mario game, made it easier to remember. Not so much as you know, not as much as Yoshi's Island, but um, it was still in that that like realm of nostalgia.
0: Yeah, and yeah, you did remind me of the mini games. I've spent <laughs> way too much time with Luigi at the casino.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, you've been gambling this whole time. Oh yeah,
0: that's like the one <laughs> mini game I actually played enough of. That and, like, the sorting the bombs and the snowball minigame, where you had to, like, s- uh, swipe up on the bottom screen to make it go faster. Yeah,
1: yeah that... Uh, I I think I also spent too much time at the casino. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not that I knew what I was doing back then. It was just like, oh, yeah, I matched the pretty shapes.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then, you, and then when you start to play with your friends or siblings, that got even crazier because you had all these other table games that you couldn't play single player on.
0: True, yeah. Um, but with the base game, I don't think I ever actually got past like I, I'm I think I did eventually get past, but I rarely got past like level or world six, which I think mm. is like the stony mountain world.
1: Yeah, that's um, also where I got stuck.
0: <laughs> and then every time I beat the game, I don't think I ever went through the secret like extra worlds. Oh, because yeah, I to mean. beat the game you only have to play through six of them.
1: Well, Technically, even less than that if you if you know your shortcuts.
0: That's true. But um, yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I guess I guess that's one thing to note. Um, the only things I actually remember from that game are the stuff that you would get from just playing the game normally and really casually. I have no no like big memories of those hidden worlds that you mentioned earlier. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's. It's a bit of a mix there. It's like you got some parts of the game that you just remember so fondly. Um I don't remember too much about that versus multiplayer mode. Like you know the one where you actually play as Mario and Luigi and you go against each other?
0: Yeah, I didn't have much experience with that, but when I did play of it, meh, it didn't really do much.
1: Yeah, it was it was a very lukewarm experience, <laughs> I'd say. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and the the power-ups in that game are really cool. First of all, the Mega Mushroom, I believe that was like maybe one of the first times they had that in a 2D game.
1: First time they had it in general, I think.
0: Maybe in general. Because it wasn't uh, introduced
1: in Mario Kart until Wii, which came after.
0: Oh yeah, it was on the Wii. <laughs> it mm-hmm. was in Mario Kart. Um, and the other thing was the, the mini mushroom, or like the tiny mushroom. Mm-hmm. That was really really cool and I wish they would bring that back. That's such a cool concept. A little bit like Minish Cap.
1: <laughs> yeah. Those two those two mushrooms um I actually have a bit of a personal connection to those because um back in the day we were my my siblings and I were really into this game and then what we decided to do was go to some like anime store um in like Toronto or something and but uh, my parents got me that giant mushroom, and they got my sister the tiny one. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually still have both of them here with me. Um, well, they're put away somewhere in my house, but um, yeah, it's um, it's part of the reason why I'm very close to considering New Super Mario Bros. DS to be also my favorite Mario game. Um the only close second I'd say would be Super Mario Galaxy, one. Super Mario Galaxy yeah. one.
0: You can also kind of tell what uh, what generation we grew up in. Exactly, because <laughs> like if we were uh, ten years older, then we'd probably be saying like, "Oh, maybe Mario World."
1: <laughs> exactly. It, yeah, Super Mario World or Super Mario Bros. Three. Those are those yeah. are like the two major classics. If we were ten years older.
0: I think base if if I take off my nostalgia goggles, I yeah. think my favorite 2D would be three. And that's just like objectively true.
1: That's just yeah, th- without a doubt. Actually, I might I might actually I might actually hold you on this and say that I enjoyed Super Mario World more.
0: Oof. <laughs> just <Yeah>. because I... <laughs> I personally don't have much experience with Super Mario World. I got Super Mario uh, 3 on my 3DS when my Nintendo... Wait. What was it called? My Nintendo? Or, like, the Nintendo Rewards Program. When that was shutting Club down Nintendo? initially. Club Nintendo? Oh, that's what Club it was Nintendo, called. Yeah. Yeah, they were shutting down initially, and you got to get, like, two or three free uh, virtual console games when they were shutting mm-hmm. down for really cheap. So I got... Wow. Super Mario 3, the original Zelda, and something yeah. else I don't even remember. Um, yeah. But I played so much of Super Mario <laughs> 3 in middle school. It was crazy.
1: Yeah. I, I think I avoided that game. I, <laughs> I think I openly avoided that game because I got it on well, I actually got the remake of it through um, All-Stars. I had the the anniversary version of All-Stars for the Wii. Oh yeah. And it yeah, yeah, you know that was one of those games that were included there, and I don't think it clicked with me. <laughs> I think I still, <laughs> I think I still enjoyed Super Mario World more because not only was the mechanic did the mechanics feel much better for me, but I think it's just that um, overall atmosphere of going to a tropical island and getting to ride on top of Yoshi, that sort of fun stuff, that really got me into Super Mario World. Um, yeah
0: and odds are the art style probably pulled you in more
1: yeah definitely the art style okay well
0: it went with more vibrant of, colors yeah, and
1: much more vibrant colors
0: bigger hues even though
1: and, <laughs> even though i had the wishy-washy both. game boy advance screen
0: yeah um so those were kind of our favorites and a plus one <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yep. We can move on to our favorite spin-offs. Um oh. we've chosen two each. Um this could get interesting because there's just so many spin-offs,
1: and Almost we did not
0: limit manage. it to anything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just spin-offs in general. Literally. Uh do you wanna go first?
0: <laughs> um yeah, because I think I have the most out there answer. Okay. Um my favorite spin-off would be Mario Sonic Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Winter Games on DS 2010. <laughs> 2010.
1: Oh my yeah. gosh. Canada. I think it's yeah. Canada. Canada, <laughs> it <is> Vancouver. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, I think that's just honestly a coincidence, but I don't remember how I got this game. It may have been from a birthday present or something. Um okay. but I believe that this game was peak Mario and Sonic at the Olympics. Um and it
1: was a DS version.
0: <laughs> yeah, the DS <TS> version. <laughs> <laughs> I I literally have played the Wii version and it just didn't feel as good for some reason.
1: Well, I think um, they were still they were still kind of in their primitive days. They weren't really fully fleshed out.
0: Yeah, I guess. Um I don't actually know, remember any like specific details about the game, but I remember they had like s- I think they usually do this with Mario Sonic at the Olympic Games games. Um, they have like secret, um, I guess sports you could call them. Oh, really? Because they usually really? played like there was a like a snowball fight one where you're all in tanks and you're just like shooting snowballs what at people, the heck? a little <laughs> bit like the Mario Parties um what the mini heck? games. <laughs> um and i believe they also may have had hockey but i don't remember that one too much i remember the ice skating one was really cool it was Mm -hmm. a little bit like um mama's pizzeria no what was what's that mama's cooking game
1: oh cooking mama
0: cooking mama (laughs) it's a little (laughs) bit like those mini games where you're just like circling thing on the bottom of the screen
1: oh Um, and then like kind of do it as fast as possible too
0: yeah exactly and you get more points yeah, but I think where it really got good was there's actually a full single player little bit adventure mode in the game. Wow, really? um, where they had a completely, I wouldn't say open world, but you could walk anywhere you wanted to. And there were characters going around that you can talk to and do different challenges. Um, and I believe you can do the challenges to collect characters to get to the finale. Which I never got to the finale. Um, But I think I remember Chows being an important part of it.
1: Really? Okay, I really have to look into this game.
0: Yeah. And I think you collect Chows or something. You collect something. I just don't remember what it was.
1: It's probably probably Chows.
0: Yeah, it was the most random thing ever. Because I think you play as Mario. Oh, I found a screenshot.
1: Found a (laughs) screenshot.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay, one second. Let me. That's copy and paste.
1: <laughs> Let's take a look at this.
0: Because like oh, you would walk around this area and you'd talk to characters heck? and I don't know. It was just super cool.
1: Why does it look like a mix of like why does it look like a mix of uh the the Zelda DS games and Mario Party?
0: <laughs> oh yeah. That's,
1: that's that's what the map it looks on like top to me.
0: reminded me of.
1: Yeah, that's this that's what this game looks like to me. It looks like a mix of those two game of like Mario Party DS and the DS Zelda games.
0: Yeah. And there's there's like a whole plot to it too. All the villain characters are like working together to get to the top of the mountain or something. It's, oh my gosh. it's pretty cool. And I wish they would do that <laughs> with the new ones, but I don't think uh I don't think Sega owns the rights anymore.
1: Uh no, they still do. They um they made a uh, Tokyo 2020
0: I think that might have been the last one they could have done. Well... Uh, and then I think Ubisoft the... now owns it. Really? Yeah, it's unfortunate, it's but...
1: Mario and Rabbids! Uh, I please, the no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that Yeah, that's a... I have to look into this game more. I didn't realize that they had such a, um action-adventure type of vibe to it.
0: Yeah, it's super sick. I'm I'm getting nostalgic, so I might go back to try it.
1: Hey, <laughs> okay. worth a try. Maybe even a review. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Maybe the next Olympics.
1: <laughs> next that Olympics. Two years from now. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, it's 2023, so let's wait one more year. Technically, one more year. Oh yeah, one more. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, what was your first pick? Ah.
1: <sighs> um my first favorite pick um it really has to be Mario and Luigi Bowser's inside story
0: that was uh, about to be on my list that
1: was all <laughs> I oh, was really close to to be on your list yeah okay yeah so basically what i'm going to say you probably might agree with me like it's it's like it's a really it's a really really fun rpg more importantly it's um it really pushes the idea of having a um well first of all you get to play as Bowser like who yeah. what what more could you want from that and secondly the story is actually somewhat like really really enjoyable like you wouldn't have high expectations from a Mario story because they usually focus on the gameplay um but like the story here feels so familiar yet So fresh and so so different from what you'd expect from a regular Mario game, and just just playing the game, um, grinding it out, uh, exploring the overworld, listening to the super duper memorable music, um, the combat system, just everything in that game just clicked so well to me. Um, And out of I think that was you know I have a lot of nostalgia for it because it is my first Mario and Luigi game. but I, I think this is also the very first Mario RPG game I beat, which may be the reason why I like this one so much. Um, going back to it now, in retrospect, it does seem like this was the one that they Alpha Dream really poured their passion into the most because it kind of closes off this whole trilogy of Mario Luigi games. Um, even though you know there's technically five games. The original trilogy centers around um, this one protagonist named Fawful, uh who we first saw in the very first game, Superstar Saga, and then he came back here. I didn't even know who he was, but after playing through those other games, I realized just how big of an impact this game really had on this whole series, and it made me appreciate it even more. Um, Oh, another thing that I really liked was Dark Bowser. Um, You know, everyone, everyone kept seeing Cosmic Mario or Shadow Mario or Bowser Jr. masquerading as Mario, but we never really got to see a dark variation of Bowser up until this point. And it really shows this good side... It really shows this really evil side of Bowser that no one would ever expect to see. And I think... That dynamic there really pushed the story to being probably one of the most memorable ones.
0: Yeah, I remember the creativity when you went into Bowser's into Bowser. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, pretty um, much. into Bowser.
0: <laughs> yeah the the creativity with the world of Inside Bowser was, I think, pretty cool, and everything mm-hmm. you did in it was like logical to get out. Um, yeah. If I can remember correctly, the enemies were kind of just sucked up goombas and whatnot.
1: Uh, they weren't that creative. Yeah, they were basically just. um, I I wouldn't say. Well, they're basically plays on whatever part of your body they're like whatever cells or part of the body you have could be like fat that you're fighting. You're probably fighting calories. Um, yeah, that sort of stuff
0: but i think that's just a trade off between uh, for the combat in the game is probably the mm-hmm. most solid that series has ever been um yeah. including how bowser would defeat some enemies he could suck them up and then just let mario and luigi um defeat them i found that to be really them.
1: cool yeah
0: um, um and then you still had to manage that. the above ground stuff too
1: yeah it was playing like two games at once basically
0: yeah, and that's what they use the 3DS to his fullest capabilities in that.
1: Oh my gosh, I forgot I forgot this game was remade.
0: Yeah, it was <laughs> it's remade for 3DS, which is completely worthless. But sure.
1: Uh, I think it probably killed Alpha Dream in the process. <laughs>
0: Unfortunately, yeah.
1: <laughs> Even though it was a good, it was a good choice to remake. It, um, yeah, it, it was, it's nice to end off on a on a good note, but uh, rip Alpha Dream. Uh, so, I guess, out of, out, getting that out of the way, um, what would be your second favorite Mario spinoff?
0: So, I will preface this in saying, I have never played the first and the second version of this game in the series. Okay. Um, I have only played this version and the Nintendo Switch version. And what would that be? That would be Super Paper Mario.
1: <laughs> I got a spoiler alert for you. Um that's also my second favorite. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh sick. <laughs> like I'm sorry, but this was peak Paper Mario.
1: This was I have sick. To agree. This was the consider I think I I consider it to be the last classic Paper Mario game.
0: Yeah, until they ran off the rails and died in a track and got revived and then fixed some stuff with stickers and then they couldn't, so they painted over it. Haha. Ha. <laughs>
1: <laughs> then they started folding paper.
0: Yeah, started an origami class. I don't know what happened with this
1: series. <laughs> yeah, no. Super Paper Mario is, I, I would argue, it's yeah, it's definitely peak Paper Mario.
0: Yeah, I think the fact that they just turned it a 2D game what everybody knows Mario 4 and then they just fused it with the 3D game with the new I don't even know what they called it power but like 2D uh, to 3D power.
1: Yeah, whatever that <laughs> thing was where you shift dimensions or something like that.
0: Yeah. They got rid of the RPG mechanics a little bit um at least the turn-based stuff mm-hmm. um, to an extent. But, but I think they traded off with super creative uh A level design, B, uh world. Yeah. Um, and then like they top that all off with actual decent writing and a weirdly Holy mature Christ. story.
1: I actually I actually might have balled my eyes out um playing through that game.
0: I don't even remember finishing it because yeah. I think about halfway through it does get a little bit confusing with some backtracking. It does, um, yeah. So I think it's
1: like the fourth world, third or fourth world, you get like you have to backtrack so much that you forget what that, what happens in those levels.
0: Yeah, eventually I think you get a few different um side characters or companion yep. characters and it just gets a little bit confusing. Um but yeah. what I remember fondly is the I believe probably the first boss is the giant like dragon thing.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. And it was um, sick
0: because I... he's 3D, you're 2D, um, and you're kind of just beating him like a regular Mario boss. But it's he has a really banger cool. theme as well. Yeah, his his theme is amazing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I I have to agree there. Um, just this overall game, how they they structured it. Now, you don't really need um, that turn based RPG. Like, okay, I I guess. 1000 year door was enjoyable, sure. But the fact that they only made a paper Mario, like one single part of paper Mario game in this style is kind of disappointing to to be honest. Like I actually Obviously really a crime. Enjoyed... <laughs> Yeah, it's, a, it's 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 a crime. Yes. Because they kept, <laughs> they kept half the stuff the same. They reused every single asset they had from from 1000 year door, yet they turned it into a completely different game yeah it still felt like paper Mario at the same time.
0: I'm looking through screenshots right now. Holy crap, this game was peak.
1: this game why have really they not peak.
0: like remade it or something?
1: Yeah, Nintendo really needs to bring this to the switch i I really think it's it's probably like i I can't I can't, I, I can't keep gushing over this, but um <laughs> that's that level of storytelling I've not seen from Nintendo in a long time. Probably never will, but that is that it was such a memorable game. Um, being able to like that hub world that I I think it was called Flipside, um, it really had some memorable music, even like the first few levels of the game. Uh, we the worlds themselves, like you get to go to this big open field leading to the desert, and then you get to go to this mansion, and then you get to go through all these different places. Um, It also pulls on a bit of nostalgia too with, I think, the third World 3 or something where they kind of emulates the original Super Mario Bros. game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, some of the levels there were replicated and then they... That was a bit of a... I think the first half of it was fun and then the second half was like a sleep fest, a snooze fest. I mean, yeah.
0: It's pretty cool that they kind of took the original level design and then the fact that you can go into 3D to find more secrets is just such a cool idea
1: Mm -hmm. I I was particularly obsessed with um, the inventory management for some reason it was just so satisfying (laughs) to um, it was just so satisfying to hold all those food items in your inventory I gotta say I don't know why maybe they made the sprites look really really good really satisfying to look at um, but I, as a kid, I would spend countless hours finding ingredients and sending it over to the kitchen.
0: Yeah, so to all the people that say the Thousand Year Door needs to be remade, uh, no. Paper Please. Mario will be first in line.
1: <laughs> Super Paper Mario. You know, it's it's... THE game that needs to be remade. The Thousand Year can come through, you know, NSO, and once they bring GameCube games... No, they need to yeah, remake. Exactly. They need to remake Super Paper Mario. I think that's the one that they need to work on.
0: Or a sequel. I'll take a sequel.
1: I'll take a sequel, too. I want, I want another game that's this level of enjoyable. Like, you don't... Sure, okay, some parts are not memorable, but you kind of enjoy them along the way. Um, Superma-
0: uh, Wait, how much do a you remember? the fl- project online. Wait, what is oh. this?
1: Oh. Nine months oh ago.
0: Oh, it's a concept.
1: No. Oh, it's a Whoa, concept. Okay. Dang it. <laughs> oh, oh well, sick this looks. That'd be insane. I,
0: I, That's a different. That game. <laughs> is.
1: That, that would be insane. Yeah. Oh well. Um, I keep forgetting to mention. The music in this game is probably one of the best Mario theme like Mario soundtracks I've ever heard, even like not even just Paper Mario, just Mario in general. Um, let me try to find a theme. Uh, how much do you remember of the whole finale of the game?
0: Well, I don't even know if I got that far, so I don't think I ever beat this game actually.
1: You, you probably should. You probably should go back to it and beat it, because it'll, it'll pull on some heartstrings there. I guarantee you.
0: Yeah, I probably should.
1: It's it's I played through it, and I just could not stop playing it. So I'm going to send you here a bit of a sample on what the whole finale sounds like. Um, it's the final world of the game. A bit of spoiler alert, but oh well. Um, there's just so much that you can grasp in this soundtrack, and there's just a lot of personality to um, what you're doing in this game. Uh, you know, you can actually feel, you actually feel like you're there uh, more so than I'd say, arguably more so than other Paper Mario games.
0: I'm listening to the theme right now. Main theme. Yeah. Is yeah. peak.
1: Yeah,
0: I might replay this. Honestly,
1: (laughs) you gotta replay this. You gotta replay this. It's 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 amazing.
0: Pull out my probably Wii U if anything.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, good idea.
0: Oh, we can end off with this. Yeah. So besides, like, Mario has so many different spinoffs. Um, I think the biggest one that I can think of besides Mario Kart is probably mm-hmm. Mario Party. And I'm Whoa. curious... I'm, I'm just curious, which Mario Party is your Mario Party? Because everybody seems to have a Mario Party, and you can kind of tell who, who, what their character... how they are as a person, yeah. depending on yeah. which one is their favorite.
1: Okay. Um, there's actually two that particularly stand out to me. The first one is Mario Party 6. Because it had the microphone accessory and that uh, trivia quiz. Um, the second one was surprisingly Mario Party DS. Ooh. Because yeah, that's I, played, kind of a, I
0: think a bit played, of a forgotten like, one.
1: Yeah, that one's forgotten, and Nintendo's really uh, never really acknowledged it. Even in that uh, compilation 100 game or something on the 3DS, they never really acknowledged this game. Uh man which one which one would I go with I have to say Mario Party DS Yeah
0: I think that one for me would be probably a close second place
1: Yeah How about you
0: Okay my place? Mario Party <laughs> is Mario Party 8 and I'm oh almost certain gosh. that's a hot take
1: <laughs> Uh uh, I mean that was a decently good game, um, you know, a pretty good starter for for the Wii.
0: Yeah, I think first of all, the mini games with the motion controls, amazing. Mm-hmm. I think that's when the mini games started to get like really, really, really good, um, and then they completely yeah. fell off after that. But I think that <laughs> yeah, may, may have been where it peaked.
1: <laughs> I honestly I um, can agree with you there. Um, it kind of felt like. An extension of the classic of mario party 6 and 7
0: yeah like if if you have a mini game where you have to turn a stick multiple times or as fast as you can nope throw that away let's yeah, just yeah. shake this joy-con or this remote joy-con <laughs> shake this remote like in a in a circle and do that a hundred times that's way better
1: <laughs> yeah
0: um, as well as they had that uh, game mode where it was a bit like Monopoly, and you'd buy banks, upgrade the banks, go around, screw over your enemies really hard. Like it was Gosh. brutal. Some of those,
1: I, I yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. That's the thing about Mario Party. A they had they had some of the wackiest boards, and or at least some of the like more um, how do I say it. All these extra modes that they had actually had some level, some substance to them. It wasn't just like a quick fire five rounds or something like that. It was actual real strategy behind it, like a board game, which is what I think, which is why this game actually came in third place for me. Yeah, so it's Mario Party 8, Mario Party 6, and Mario Party DS. Well, DS might be because of nostalgia, but... um, yeah, I think with yeah. 8, uh, the only thing, I, the only drawback for me with that game is that it's just the map designs are not really that memorable to me. Really? Yeah, I, I, think I don't like
0: actually peak memorable. Well, actually,
1: that's that's a lie. <laughs> I, I do remember one map fondly, and that was the uh, the tropical, the tropical one where you go in a straight line all the way to the pirate goomba at the end of the trail. And then you get sent back to the very beginning.
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's I, the only one I've played extensively.
0: I think probably the best ones in that game would be like the shy guys train. Yeah. Um, that was really cool. And then the Koopa Town with the the tycoon game mode was probably a Oh lot my better. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> the Donkey Kong level was also pretty cool. I think that was, yeah, that was always the, the first th- one that everybody would play to get the point of the game.
1: Yeah. It's a it's a good way to start the game.
0: Thank you for joining us in celebrating Mario Day by discussing our experiences with the Mario series. We'd love it if you could follow us on Twitter and listen to future episodes on Spotify and iTunes. Join our community Discord server to continue today's discussion. And we'll see you next time on the Switch Clicks Podcast.